Hello, everyone. Welcome to the new newsletter episode. This time, it's a story. It has been inspired by our trip this weekend, and it's called the Whale Journey. It's just the beginning. You're gonna hear now the first part of it, and then tune in for more. Let's start. The house on Freddie Tate Street. There's a dead hump whale washed up next to St Andrews," said Sam casually on Sunday afternoon. "My nephews, Lucky and I, are going to see the whale tonight, and camp on Five Coastal Path. Wanna join?" Sam is our new flatmate, whom we met after moving to this welcoming large house on Freddie Tate Street two days ago. Lucky is Sam's dog. A big brown pit bull-looking one, perhaps the kindest and the most loving dog I have ever met. Lucky was waving his tail in anticipation of the adventure. Of course, we want to join," I replied, pretending not to see Christus's thoughtful look. "It's just that we don't have any camping equipment." "Well, we'll think of something. No props," answered Sam. And so the whale journey began. Is Sands Beach. We were six people and one dog, three grown-ups and three boys, Reef, Dylan, and Josh. Reef, the youngest one in the group, who just turned seven, was carrying a rucksack with a Paw Patrol sleeping bag inside, a portable pot for the vegan sausages that was constantly falling out with loud noise, and a handful of Pokemon cards. What's your favorite Pokemon? Was his first question to me. Have you seen the Pikachu movie? Was the second one. Have you ever played Pokemon Go? You get the idea. Walking along the beach, Reef and I discussed all the fifty-nine Pokemon cards in his pocket, and settled on the light green chimp-like Grookey, being the cutest one, hence the best. Dylan, nine, and Josh, ten, were more serious than us. They were having a conversation about their experience in 3D modeling, and possible future career paths. Josh, whose outfit was composed of a most peculiar combination of patterns—small blue bats all over the backpack, neon green and grey stripes on the jacket, patterned trousers, and bright red and yellow football shoes—was determined to become an architect and a part-time rugby player, in case he needed some extra money. Dylan found his choice more than reasonable. I secretly admired the ambition and long-term thinking. As we walked past the cliffs and the hawthorn bushes, I came to realize that the boys have already spent a very active Sunday, and soon enough would feel exhausted. Reef started picking up small spots of grass and suggesting that we camp there. The sun had already set. Kinkle brace. Well, it's well past ten p.m. Josh announced when we were walking along the lonely landscape of the shore, further and further away from the town of St Andrews. All the Pokémons had been already discussed, and all the conversations that happened between the people who see each other for the first time on an overnight hunt for a dead whale had already happened. We were getting tired, but kept walking along the water. In spite of Reef's hopeful suggestions. There were no good solid spots for setting a tent, only vast stretches of sand and rock inside, with some occasional swamp patches. Deep inside, we all understood that we made a mistake. Walking along the shore was wrong.
but should have chosen the trail on the hill. It was still right there, absolutely parallel to our beach path, just about 40, minutes, uh, 40 meters above us. Suddenly, Christus discovered a conquistador spirit in him. His voice got louder, his shoulders straightened, he moved quickly in the direction of the tall grass full of nettles and purple flowers. Here, we'll go up here and get back on the trail. Follow me. And we followed him in quest of conquering the nettles. To be continued. <laughs>